0: It is BS.show. I'm Brad. She's Shelley. Together, when we get together, we make BS, and we are proud of it. It's seven thirty-one. Um, Shelley, you and I went to that event last night for Mike Elam, who's running to be reelected to the uh, St. Charles County County Council. I had no idea that place was there. What's called the Old Public Schoolhouse or Public Schoolhouse, whatever. Isn't
1: that lovely? Oh my
0: God, it's beautiful. It's in Cottleville. It's. Uh... I
1: mean, and they don't have they they have pop up places, pop up shops.
0: Yes, it is cool. It is, and it's it's an old it's the old public schoolhouse built in eighteen. I think he, I talked to Chris. One of the uh, he's the owner. Him, his daughter run it. Uh, built in eighteen seventy four, uh, and they renovated it into like an event center. It's got a really cool bar, nice area. Just you walk in the door, you feel it's one of those places. You just sort of feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I felt real comfortable when I saw Bruce and and Heidi. That's how I felt real comfortable. I'm going, oh man, you know, uh-huh. my friends are all here. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Brad. Seven thirty-two.
1: <laughs> Funny.
0: <laughs> you know, you know the the Sarah Palin thing. If you know, we talked about that. She sued the New York Times because they just maligned her. The New York Times. You know, Why
1: are they even bothering her now?
0: Well, they're not bothering her now. She sued them. If you know the whole story, she's. I she, don't. She. They. They said in an editorial. She was responsible for the shooting of Gabby Giffords. You know who Gabby Giffords is? She was a state rep, a U.S. rep. Her husband is now uh, an ex-astronaut. He's like a U.S. senator now, the whole bit. And they said in an editorial that her, her, her verbiage, her language, whatever, stirred all these people up, and it made these people go nuts, and that's why this guy grabbed a gun and went and shot up Gab- Gabby Giffords at a public appearance she was at. Did not kill her, but she's in terrible shape. Um, and uh, and remind me to speak about that for a minute. Uh, but um, anyway, um, they put this in the editorial. It was on their website for like 13 hours, and then they took it down. And she got ticked, and she sued. And what's interesting was, this is this is it's very hard. Like, as you're a public official, if if like if your next door neighbor who I've never met, if I get on the air and I talk about your one of your next door neighbors, or somebody lives in your subdivision, and they are like. Joe citizen in other words they have nothing to do in the public eye I can say things nasty things about them and they can sue me and they can win but if it's a public person and you and I are both considered public people because we have a radio show okay people can say anything I'm they,
1: considered a public person
0: oh yeah 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 any they, could, <laughs> they no anybody could say anything about you somebody could somebody could put up a poster in your subdivision saying like Shelly Barr you know and her and her husband, they go down their basement and they and they and they they murder cats and they tear their legs off and they stop you know, it. No, they could they could do that and you couldn't do a darn thing about it. You could go to court and say, well, they've 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 slandered me, they've libeled me, and the judge would say, too bad, you're a public official, you're a public figure, you can say anything about that. So you know, and that's that's the interesting point of it. Now, having said that, yesterday was one of those days where. I've been doing this radio thing a long time. Some people would say much too long. <laughs> In fact, some of our listeners right now are going like, shut up, we're tired of listening to you. Okay, I get it. I heard a moment yesterday that was incredible, that was just one of those moments that I thought to myself, if you weren't listening to this, if you were listening to this and you didn't have an emotional experience with this interview, there's something wrong with you. Yesterday afternoon, when I was driving to the meeting, we went with Mike Elam. I was listening to 97.1, to Mark Reardon, by the way, who is, I think, an excellent radio guy. He is a local. Originally, he was his young man. He was here in St. Louis, worked at the old KYMC, the West County YMCA. There are a bunch of people in the radio business to this day that came out of that radio station. I think it's gone now. They trashed it when they moved out to the new fancy schmancy building across the highway from, from uh, Chesterfield Mall. I think somebody ran it for a while and they think they ran it to the ground anyway a lot of great radio people came out of this radio station he's one of them he told the story of this guy and i am going to try to find out more about this and put this guy's gofundme uh, account on the air this was a listener to his show who got to the point where when he was on mark used to be on camo x camo x he was on camo x for years the afternoon guy and mark knows everybody Mark is personal friends with all these politicians. He knows Mike Parson, and he used to work in, at the big talk station in Milwaukee, WTMJ. He knows all these people in Milwaukee. I mean, knows them on a first-name basis. Talks about how he knows Eric Schmidt. You know, they've gone to dinner several times, the whole bit. And he encourages people to call up his show and voice their opinion. So there was this one guy, and I remember listening to this guy. He would call. He was a regular caller. If you do talk radio, you know how that is. You get the regulars to call all the time. And this one guy called, and he's someplace in Illinois, and his name was, um, I think his name is Chris. And I think he took on the persona of Chris the Farmer, something like that, okay? And he was a regular caller for a long time and got to be good friends with with Mark Reardon. And at one point in time, um, Mark Reardon, you know, took him to baseball games. They got to be personal friends. They had, you know, exchanged phone numbers. They had text back and forth. Okay, so Chris, this is this past Thanksgiving, Chris, I think he says he's 49. I think that's what he said on the interview yesterday. Chris is divorced. He has a daughter, I believe, and he was dating. And he got set up on a first date with a woman, and he invited her over to his house. He lives some small town over in Illinois somewhere. And he invited the woman over to his house, and they were going to go down the street. And they lived like in downtown rural, some downtown rural. I I want to say jacksonville illinois but i don't know if that's correct or not i'll find out more on it so he invites this woman over to his house first time they met um they decide they're gonna you know have a couple beers and they're gonna walk down and we'll listen to this band that he knows guys in the band well what neither of them knew was this girl's ex-boyfriend was stalking her so he was following her and he saw her drive to this guy's house chris's house they go inside, she doesn't come out for a while, he gets insanely jealous, he goes in, they're in the kitchen drinking a brewski, and he shoots both of them in the head. Kills her, hits shoots him twice in the head, and he's not dead. Okay, this is this is the the the, the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, okay? So he is laying on the floor with two bullets in his head, and she's dead. And he just walks in, shoots both in the head, walks out, drives away, goes home. So Thanksgiving morning, both, both of these people, their, their friends are missing them. Hey, what happened to Chris? Chris is supposed to be here at our house. And I don't know what the lady's name was. She's supposed to be somewhere. Well, too, nobody knows where they're at. They can't find them. They're not answering their phones. One of his relatives goes to the, his house. The door is open. He goes in, finds both of them. She's dead on the floor in the kitchen. He's clinging to life, and his dog is cold. His dog, because the door's open, his dog is covered up around him trying to keep him warm, okay? So they rush him to the hospital, and, you know, he has brain surgery, all the kind of stuff. Anyway, long story short, They put him in a medically-induced coma, and he just came out like... Like, this. keep in mind, this is the, the Thursday before Thanksgiving. He just came out of the coma, like, last month. I think he said, like, January 26th or something like that. And Mark interviewed him on the air yesterday. God, it was unbelievable interview. And um, the guy has some speech problems. And he talks about this. And he, and he gets very emotional. You know, if you know of anybody who's had, like, traumatic brain injury, TBI, what they call it, they're a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? They're not the same person they were before which right I think like you I know
1: I understand that completely
0: right right okay and um he interviewed this guy in the air for like six minutes it was like holy cow and and at one point in time Mark asked him he gave the name of the guy who's now in jail being tried for murder and the whole bit and he asked him what do you think of this guy and I couldn't believe his answer he was just like you'd have to I, you know I'm gonna to see if I can get the guy in the air if i could talk to him now here's the thing what's sad about it is i believe because of this he can't work anymore i believe they they he got his truck repossessed and they're trying to get his truck back they have um a gofundme account for it and um and i think he lost his house too
1: oh honey you know i'm going he lost, lost basically lost his whole life yes okay
0: Oh, uh, Farmersville, Illinois. The smartest woman. That she, she, God, she's the smartest woman. She knows everything. Chris Smith is the guy's name. Um, lives in Farmersville, Illinois. Um, and you know, once again, was doing nothing, just trying to you know meet a new woman, you know, and nothing, nothing. You know, don't think like, oh, what, what was going on? They were, you know, first time he met her, they're having a beer in his in his kitchen, and this crazy lunatic, his, you know, his, this gal's ex boyfriend comes in, shoots them both in the head. I'm like, I'm like like unbelievable. And and what's interesting about it is the guy is is like, you know, he's trying to put his life back together. Talking about how he's 49 years old, had to move back in with his parents and the whole bit. And I'm going like, "God, how can you imagine? I mean, in like let's say let's say let's say something happened between, you know, you and your husband, okay? And he was dating another woman, okay? And I'm just throwing out scenarios, okay? Would you ever do anything like that?" I mean, in in your wildest, crazy, strange dream, which I go, I don't want my ex-husband with another woman. I'm going, like, what kind of maniacs do that kind of stuff? I just, like, I don't get it. You know, I just, there's some things I just don't understand. How, and like, for example, the whole crazy thing, like, with what's going on with wars and things like that. You know, you go back and you look at the history of, like, World War II, Vietnam War, and stuff like that. How can people do that? How can one person do something like that to another person? I don't get it. I'll never understand that. You know, I I feel I feel bad that like if I stepped on somebody's toe in the store, you know what I mean? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm going like, you know, and I just have never had that mentality like, you know, I'm going to go I'm going to go to a bar and look for a fight. No thanks. <laughs> no because you don't
1: have to go to a bar to a fight <laughs> right
0: the fight comes to me right yes it does <laughs> anyway i'll see if i i'll get the information on this guy's gofundme account cuz i think there's two gofundme accounts i think there's one gofundme account to try to get his truck back i think that's what the smartest woman in the world is saying that that um hold on a minute. look she's texting me here um da-da-da-da. uh i can't say that on the air <laughs> My cotton just sent me something I can't say in the air. Anyway, uh, oh, he's, he's according to her, he still has a tracheotomy. Damn. Oh, honey. Oh God, unbelievable. Sad. Anyway.
1: So, are you going to put up his GoFundMe account on your Facebook page?
0: Mark said it on the air. He went real quick, and I, I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to try to find, it, see what we can do to help the
1: guy. Well, why don't you reach out to him?
0: I did. I sent. See, I don't have Mark's phone number. I, 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 I DM'd him on Twitter last night, and I gave him my phone number. I said. Text me. I want to talk about this on the air. I want to, you know, or you could ask Mike elam I don't think.
1: I don't know. I, I Mike guess Mike elam fills in for Mark a lot. Eh, maybe I could. And Annie
0: Fry. I'll ask Mike, and if, if he can get, you know, if he can find out the information for me. So, you know, once again, it's one of those things. The, you know, the GoFundMe people. Yeah, they've got their political agenda, but for the most part, you know, what they do, I think, is good. You know, there's a, there, the truckers got got defunded off of GoFundMe, and there's a, there's a. There's a religious one that's called, what is it, Go, Send, Give or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Yeah, it's. I, I think that's what it is. Go, Send, Give or something like that. Anyway, uh, that's the religious one. But you have to listen, to listen to Dave Ramsey in order to do anything on that one.
1: Uh-huh. Was that a joke?
0: <laughs> yes, that's a joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask now because you've got me on some pretty good ones and I'm like.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: No. Not gonna.
0: By the way, and what? you, we, you know, next break we'll talk about the five five seven area code because for <laughs> a week, Shelly I told the story once again. You know what I love about this show?
1: Because you get to mess with me, and it's like a perk.
0: Okay, it's like it's like if we said to if we invited people over to our house and we said to them, "Hey, while you're here in our house, we're going to warn you that." Well, we're going to pretend to go to the bathroom, but we're really going to go out and and sneak into your car and steal all your money out of your ashtray. But So when you leave, if there's no money in your ashtray, you know we stole your money, right? So we're telling people what we're going to do. The name of the show is BS, right?
1: (laughs) Brad and Shelly.
0: But it's BS.show. So certain things I say are BS. Big fat lies. So I, there, the story had come out <laughs> that we're going to get this new 557 area code. And the, and I told Shelly that the new 557 area code, if you didn't get a vaccine, they were going to switch your phone number to a 557 area code. Whatever your phone number was, let's say it was 314-280-8880, your new phone number, if you didn't get a vaccine, was 557-280-8880. Uh, and, and once you got your vaccine, it would switch back to your old area code. Shelly bought it <laughs> hook, line, and singer. Oh, my God.
1: Put a hook in my mouth for crying out loud.
0: And it was a week later when I told her, you know, Shelly, yeah, that's we BS. Yeah, we were sitting
1: at Freddy's, and he's like, somebody asked me, does she believe everything you say? And I'm like, well, what did you say? And she, and he never really – you never really did tell me, but um, and you just... I knew that you were BSing me because I – so just so you know, everyone – we're not in the same location right now. Right. He's at his place. I'm at my place. And we're, you know, doing the show without seeing each other. People... So I can't look at his face and tell him if he's telling me a big fat lie or not.
0: And some people have found out where I broadcast from. And that's why there's bullet holes in the front window. <laughs> <laughs> Are there really? Yes. You didn't know that?
1: Um, I did not.
0: You know, I didn't, sh- I didn't show you the bullet holes. <laughs> no I'll take a picture and show you okay okay that'll be good it's 747
1: it is